Welcome to Breaking Bread. Welcome to Fellowship in the Word with Minister Daniel Abola. Here is where you receive insights about God's Word that will stir you to action. Be blessed. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. And as we go into your Word, we ask that you breathe upon us, you make your Word quick and active stirring up in us to do and to will of your good pleasure thank you heavenly father in jesus name we have prayed all right um uh, welcome back to the temple series and we're talking about reasons and response we're still talking about reasons and response and i said the last time that God's purposes for the things he has prepared for us in Christ is not for the sake of purpose alone. Hallelujah. If you are truly alive in Christ, you ought to respond to these things. Hallelujah. And I give this example of um, the signs you will see in a man that is still alive one of the signs is that he is irritable he shows irritability that means he responds to his environment if the weather is cold he shivers if the weather is hot he sweats and all those stuff so there are reasons and there should be responses hallelujah and this is really important let me show you a scripture um, first corinthians chapter 6 from verse 19 um paul paul speaking here he says what know ye not that your body is the temple of the holy ghost which is in you which you have of god and you are not your own now people read this like he was telling like it was news do you understand he was actually asking a question he says don't you know don't you know your body is the temple of the holy ghost and here is what i've noticed it is that sometimes we don't really sit to think deeply about things I usually say that it takes a while for our minds to catch up to spiritual realities. Hallelujah. So you just have to sit down. You just need to take out time and sit with the scriptures till it sticks. Hallelujah. Even, I don't know if you've noticed it while you are praying it just takes a little while for some the time varies for some it's two minutes some five minutes some 20 minutes i hope that's not you but it just takes a while to um, focus your mind and um, help your mind understand what's really going on hallelujah that's why you you really need to take out time Sit with the scriptures. Sit it. Sit with it till it hits you. Till it's all you're seeing. Hallelujah. 
ponder and meditate ponder and meditate do you know what the bible says about meditation it's the word um meletao oh i love the word and what it means is to revolve in the mind it means to revolve in, in simpler terms it means to keep something in your mind for as long as possible for as long as possible remember that time that you you went out and you couldn't stop thinking about the chilled drink that you left in the fridge yeah that's that's meditating that was you meditating the fact that it kept on coming and you just kept on thinking about it you you just couldn't stop reminiscing um the moment that you get on and um, the satisfying taste it will bring to you that's meditation and that's the same thing we are supposed to do or we are supposed to um, do when it comes to the word of God that's the same approach hallelujah and here's what you need to understand really that for you to do the will of God you need to constantly have his word on your mind you need to constantly have God's word on your mind because we take actions in the lines of our most predominant thoughts what you think about the most is what you will end up inevitably doing hallelujah hallelujah let's read let's read a scripture or let's read scriptures Psalm 119 from verse 15. I hope you're with your Bible. Psalm 119 from verse 15. Psalm chapter 119 from verse 15. Alright. It says, I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. It says, I will meditate in thy precepts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, NLT puts it, it says, I will study your commandments and reflect on your ways. Do you see that? So it's it's kind of like an activity you just have to willingly subject your mind to. Hallelujah. Are you still with me? Um, let's read verse 97 of the same Psalm 119. Verse 97. I just really need you to see verse 97 Psalm 119 from verse 97 it says oh how I love thy law it is my meditation all the day do you see that do you see that oh how I love your law it is my meditation all the day it's something you have to keep in your mind Hallelujah. The word of God is something you just have to keep in your mind. Hallelujah. Um, just for um, emphasis sake, um, let's read Psalm 1 from verse 1 to, to popular scripture. It says, Blessed in the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. 
and you know what I see? I see this becoming um, extinct. People don't really take time out to meditate. Meditation is somewhat a myth in our day. Look, you, you need to sit with God's word. You need to occupy your mind with it. You need to fill your mind with God's word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One more scripture, popular scripture to Philippians chapter 4 from verse 8. Now Paul speaking, he says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Think of these things. I mean, the emphasis is, is just too loud now. I hope you see the need for meditation, the need for you to occupy your mind with God's word. For the sake of doing, you need to realize how important this is. Hallelujah. So, what am I going to say? Normalize filling your mind with God's word. Just normalize it. Practice it. Hallelujah. Practice it. Make it a habit. Praise God. So, we're talking about worship. Hallelujah. We're talking about temple worship. And worship simply means to, to serve, to revere, or to reverence, or better put, to lay down before someone. Now, I don't mean that, um, I don't mean that literally, like, to prostrate. That's also a means of worship, but to lay down, to drop, and I mean that in um, countenance, in form, to lay yourself down, your um, inner self, what is about you, to lay it down, or to humble the whole of you before someone, for lack of better words. Hallelujah. That's what it means to worship. It's the um, Greek word prosukneo. And I said in the introduction of this series, juxtaposing First um, Corinthians chapter three and First Corinthians chapter six. Stay with me. We are talking about worship. I and I said when I was juxtaposing chapter three and chapter six that when Paul said, "Ye are the temple of God." in chapter 3 he wasn't talking about their bodies he was talking about their spirits now let's go there so so you can see what I'm talking about 1st Corinthians chapter 3 1st Corinthians chapter 3 chapter 3 chapter 3 hallelujah Mm, where is that my scripture is that my scripture hallelujah okay all right first corinthians 3 16 it says know ye not that ye are the temple of god so 
um, he was talking about them in particular. Ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Now, you see that when he was talking about defiling the temple of God in this context, you see that you need to read the full chapter to get it. Hallelujah. Now, he was talking about edification. Now, he was addressing this particular church because there were divisions among them. They just um, did not have this agreement among themselves. Some said they believe this particular person. Some said they are for this particular person. And he was giving them a warning. Like, guys, be careful. Do you understand? He says, I have laid the foundation as a wise master builder. Whoever builds on this foundation, let him take heed how he builds upon it. Do you know why? Because you are the temple of God. So let every man be careful how he builds on the temple of God. He was talking about edification. He wasn't talking about their bodies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that's that. He wasn't talking about, he was actually talking about their spirits. And understand that we all do not share an identity in our bodies, rather in our spirits. And there's a reason why I'm saying this. I'm still going to talk about it. Our fellowship as believers, as brethren, as the church, is in the spirit. It's not in our bodies. So, I mean, that's even more of a pointer to what I just talked about in 1 Corinthians 3. That when he says that we are the temple, talking about the church collectively, we are the temple, he wasn't talking about our bodies. Because our fellowship is not in our bodies, it's in the spirit. That's where we have our identity. Hallelujah. I mean, Paul even makes that distinction in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. He says, He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Is one spirit. Hallelujah. So you see clearly that when he was in chapter 3, when he was making that statement, he made it about the believers collectively, although individually, we the Holy Spirit dwells in us. But you also need to understand that collectively we are a temple. Let me let, let me show you um, what Ephesians, what Paul said in Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, the last verse. Hallelujah. And it says, um, verse 20, And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the cornerstone, talking about the church as a building. It says, In whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord 
in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. Now, this building is is talking about here is one that is of the Spirit. If you want to um, understand more on this subject, read First Peter chapter two, from verse five. It, he explains it more clearly. It says how that we are living stones. We are lively stones. Do you understand what I'm saying? Praise God. I hope you're still with me. So, this is where I'm headed to actually. That our bodies are expected to partake of worship. Our bodies expected to partake of worship now we have seen that um, we by the spirit and in our spirit we are the temple of God but that doesn't leave our bodies out of it which Paul comes to explain in um, 1st Corinthians chapter 6 hallelujah he says, you are bought with a price. 1 Corinthians 6.20. Run there quickly. 1 Corinthians 6.20. He says, for you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So he's letting you understand that your body is not left out of this thing. Hallelujah. So it's not just... Your spirit alone, your body has to partake of this. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, you need to understand that the entirety of you belongs to God. Not just your spirit. Even those parts of you that haven't been perfected yet. Your mind. Your body. The pastor will say, worship isn't complete until it's entire. Worship isn't complete until it's entire. You don't leave parts of you out of worship. You don't leave parts of you out of worship. Hallelujah. So if God says that your spirit or if God tabernacles in your spirit by the Holy Spirit, your body partakes of that worship your body is a particle of that so your body then also becomes the temple of the holy spirit not just your spirit your body partakes of that too hallelujah hallelujah see what scripture says in romans chapter 12 from verse 1 romans chapter 12 from verse 1 it says um, I re- I'm reading ESV. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Paul calls it spiritual worship. Hallelujah. Are you seeing this? Meaning that that's how God wants it done. That's how God wants it done. It's spiritual worship, meaning this is God's will. Hallelujah. The KJV says, reasonable service. And rightly so, because 
You need to understand that God owns us in the first place. We've been bought. We've been bought by the precious blood of the Lamb. And so you need to understand really that um, it's not just your spirit that um, is expected to partake out of this. That was why Paul addressed them and asked that question. Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Lord? Do you really need someone to tell you this? Hallelujah. So beyond worshipping God with your spirit and with your mind, which is fantastic, which is awesome, God is saying, use your body to worship too. Use your body to worship too. And this is where I'm going. I just want to show you how easy that is. You know, many people think of it as a burden in many ways actually but I want to show you how easy it is um, John chapter 4 John chapter 4 from verse 21 read to 24 now stay with me here this is Jesus with the woman at the well Jesus said unto her woman believe me the hour cometh when you shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye know, ye worship um, what you don't know. So he's saying, you don't know what you worship. We know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is. Somebody say, and now is. When the true worshippers shall worship the Father, in spirit and in truth for the father seeketh such to worship him god is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth hallelujah i i need you to notice something that jesus doesn't just talk about the how of course the how is that god wants um true worshipers to worship him in spirit but he also talks about the place. Oh, he talks about the place. He says that you will no longer worship on this mountain or in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. And what this means, what this means, do you know what this means? This means that you are now the place of worship and you are also the worshiper. Hallelujah. Do you see this? Because the Holy Spirit dwells in you. God is in you. God is in you. Hallelujah. Let me read you a scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 from verse 18. From verses 18. No, from verse 17. Verse 17. It says, Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Hallelujah. Do you see this? That by the reason of the blood, you can come boldly and stand before God. You can stand before your Father, justified, free of guilt and the conscience of sin. Hallelujah. You can lift up holy hands and praise God in the beauty of His name. This is what God has made you a temple for. This is his reason. 
you see the glory is in you the glory that um, rested in the ark of the covenant is now in you the glory that was in the temple is now in you so you have access you have access to the inner court to the outer court to every other court you can stand in the presence of your father hallelujah this is what it means this is what it means to be a free worshiper this is what it means to be a true worshiper hallelujah that you are now the place of worship and you are the worshiper hallelujah hallelujah just rejoice at this rejoice i need i need somebody to rejoice at this this is amazing this is amazing that god has made me his temple and by that i have access to the father unrestricted access to the father i am in the presence of the father 